Hey guys, welcome to episode 31. 31. Uh, Heartfest Fitness brought to you by Team Amino Pure. Amino Pure Rejuvenate HRT, uh, your preferred HRT hormone replacement therapy clinic of choice, the ones we prefer. Um, and Rejuvenate Labs, a lot of good stuff coming out of Rejuvenate Labs. Um, just to give you guys a, a quick update, this episode actually 31 is, is it was a really good episode. I have, uh, I had uh, Coach uh, Mike Courtney from uh, Team Courtney coaching out of the uh, uh, Sacramento area, I believe. And then Joey Cavalier from Cavalier Training out of the Detroit uh, area as well to discuss PEDs, uh, the biggest mistake in steroids, certain compounds that people combine, uh, some of the things that are better for older people, how to preserve your age, uh, a lot of different things that you can do, uh, a lot of the mistakes that people make. Uh, so it was very exciting. It's very good. So I wanted to start this episode and this intro actually to uh, let you guys know uh, this is for entertainment purposes only. We don't condone the use of performance enhancement drugs or performance enhancing drugs. Um, this is um, a, a, a podcast that we wanted to put together just to discuss a bunch of bros discussing basically the stuff that people do, uh, compounds that they mix, et cetera, et cetera, and some of the mistakes that people make and how to fix them when they make them. Uh, a good example was, uh, you know, that Mike mentioned one of his clients, uh, got his compounds confused and actually went up to like one mil of insulin. Uh, and it was panicking, right? I, I would be panicking myself to be honest with you. But uh, so yeah, how to, how to prevent those, those mistakes. And it, again, we don't condone the use of performance enhancement drugs or steroids. Uh, nothing illegal. This is just for entertainment purposes only. We're not telling you to do anything. We're not telling you to buy anything. We're not telling you to do anything that's illegal in your state or in your country for that matter. Uh, just to give you guys a quick update, uh, we have an on slot of products being launched in January, February with a digital marketing campaign for Amino Pure. Um, we have uh, just a, just a, such really good stuff, some really good liposomal products out. We're going uh, to bring forth Amino Pump, liposomal Amino Pump with uh, uh, L-carnitine Ultimate, which is going to be 800 milligrams of uh, L-carnitine liposomal and 4,000 milligrams of Amino Pump infused in it. Um, that's going to be a flagship killer, to be honest with you. It's gonna, I mean, it's just going to be something real special. Uh on top of that, we have our, our L-carnitine 1,000 milligrams per milliliter liposomal launching hopefully in two weeks. Uh, it is in production. Everything's in production. Uh, Epicatechin. Epicatechin uh, should be shipping next week. Yes, finally. We've been waiting for uh, liposomal epicatechin. Epicatechin. So we should be having that pretty soon here as well. So we are excited about that. Uh, we have... Um, a supplement called liposomal joints, joints, joint health, which is going to be uh, 1500 milligrams of glucosamine, chondroitin, and MSM uh, for your joints, all liposomal. I believe the bioavailability for that is about 88.6. Uh, right now, uh, our pharmaceutical products are reading about 89 to 90.2 uh, bioavailable, uh, bioavailability absorption. So 30 times up to 30 times more potent than anything else in the market. Uh, this stuff is the real deal. Uh, we've been getting a lot of questions asked what's next for, for, for amino pure. And, uh, so just to recap real quick, we have our GDA, which, uh, well, why don't I just give you an update on, on, on myself? Cause I'm trying all these products out. So, uh, I decided about a month and a half ago to do a cut, uh, right in the middle of Christmas break, 
and right in the middle of like the holidays, which is probably stupid, um, I went from a high of 204 pounds and I'm currently sitting at 181.6 pounds. Uh, a little tired. I can tell the difference. I'm flat. Um, I'm starting to see some veins coming out in different places, uh, sitting about 11.5%, I think, if I had to guess, uh, body fat, um, starting to shrink tremendously. So um, I'm not quite there yet. I, I want to lose another four to five pounds of fat. Uh, I carb loaded today. I was on a carb load over the weekend, but I carb loaded today to about a hundred. If I'm, if I guess I'd probably see about 184 tomorrow, which should make me feel a little bit better because, um, just my lifts have not been as strong. I was trying to, to bench 315 the other day and, uh, it felt like a ton. Uh, it barely got like one or two reps out. Uh, so that's to be expected. Um, let's see. Uh, my current stack right now while I'm doing this cut has been liposome 1000 milligrams pre-workout. I'm not doing cardio. I'm doing cardio, but I'm not doing morning fasted cardio, which is weird. Um, I look at uh, some of the coaches that I've worked with in the past are doing like 12,000, 15,000 steps. I'd be lucky if I get 3000 steps uh, in because I'm just always in, in front of the computer on the phone talking to, to uh, clients over at work at the office or when I'm doing work for, for Amino Pure. I'm just sitting down like I am now. Uh, so I, I I do about four sessions of 20 minutes and I've, been, I've managed to drop. And my stack right now uh, is not very, I guess it's not very deep. Um, I'm running uh, amino pump pre-workout, which has been crazy. Uh, we've been selling a ton of that. Um, uh, amino pump pre-workout with uh, amino pump uh, to a mil. And yeah, I do two mil into my glute. Uh, I don't do a spot. I don't do a spot amino pump like uh, Jimmy Pinder does. She's just a beast. I'd rather do it all in one shot. Um, then I'm running uh, the 1,000 milligrams of uh, liposomal L-carnitine that has not been released for all of you guys. Uh, I am running that uh, because I can. I have it <laughs> uh, before it's launched. Uh, just uh, I have about five more, I think, uh, vials of that. Uh, I am testing the IGFLR3 pharmaceutical, which I love. Uh, and I am also grouping it with uh, uh, Amino Pure's GDA, glucose disposal agent that has 700 milligrams of berberine amongst uh, just uh, quite a few, about six, seven ingredients that are top notch, hugely dosed. Uh, and it's been amazing uh, without doing that much cardio, how well my body's responding to, to, to the protocol. So I'm doing that. I run uh, cortisol control from, from Amino Pure at night, only about two to three pills of, uh, of cortisol control, which has uh, a, a, thousand, a thousand milligrams of phospho serenade, patented serenade, which is a fossil tidal serine. Um, that basically lowers my cortisol levels and keeps them under control. Uh, it also has 300 milligrams of uh, ashwagandha uh, to make sure that uh, cortisol is really not crashed, but definitely under control and it's, it's helping me sleep really well. So um, all of that's under control for the most part. Uh, I run neuro every so often. I have not been running neuro very often now, but that's usually my, that's really pretty much my stack. Um, I am only on 200 milligrams of test through my clinic, uh, Rejuvenate HRT. So if you guys need some uh, um, uh, hormone replacement therapy or somebody to talk about certain protocols or something that's going on from a hormonal standpoint in your body, uh, reach out to uh, Chris and the, the staff over at Rejuvenate HRT. Let them know that Team Amino Pure sent you and uh, they'll take good care of you there. Uh, you can also purchase, purchase your blood work labs from them uh, as a whole and uh, they have great, great discounts. 
with that. So that's that's basically my update. Um, I want to see how lean I can get, and I'll do some pictures and uh, some of the the, the garments and clothing for, for Team Amiopers is coming out pretty soon as well. So, uh, yeah, we're excited. Uh, with that being said, guys, I want to just jump into episode 31 of Hard Fast Fitness. Uh, stay or mistakes and some of the common stuff that people do uh, in 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 efforts of getting bigger. <laughs> so it was a it was a very good podcast. We're gonna follow it up with episode 32. Uh, I got to record with Jamie Pinder. I have to I have to reach out to her, but we're gonna definitely do a one for women. Uh, just biggest mistakes, steroid mistakes and PD mistake for women, uh, in how to, how to keep safe. And as always, uh, our goal is to bridge the gap between health and fitness and how to keep you guys safe while you're, you're going through some of these protocols. Um, uh, and, and, you know, just be safe out there, right? Make sure that you're, 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 uh, if you're going to do something, make sure you're safe and you're smart about the pro the process. With that being said, thank you so much for your patronage as always. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for all the good wishes and notes and messages and emails that we get. Thank you for your support. And um, let's get started. Episode 31. Welcome to episode 31. Uh, Biggest Terror's Mistakes brought to you by Hard Fast Fitness, Team Amino Pure. Yours truly. Here we go. Hi guys, welcome to episode 31 of Hard Fast Fitness. We have a flipping great uh, episode for you guys today. Uh, I have two of Team Amino Pure coaches and athletes on here today to discuss steroid use and the biggest mistakes and how to keep yourself healthy. I think this episode is going to be great uh, because we have uh, just a lot of information to put out there. Uh, a lot of our guys, uh, amateurs and athletes and pros and have reached out to us. And, and, and basically we've done a lot of the peptide stuff. We had discussions, but a lot of people always go back to the basics of like, Hey, I want to know more about steroids. I want to know more about pets, how to run them. I want to get huge. I want to get big. And everybody wants what they don't have. Uh, what do we want to hone in on today? Uh, we want to basically focus on the responsibilities that come around with running some of these uh, high dosages of PEDs, performance enhancement, enhancing drugs, what to expect, because being 280 pounds, and I will talk to Joey about that, he's almost 271 pounds today, uh, walking around, and what is that going to do to your heart, what is that going to do for your lifestyle as a whole? Right, because you, I'm, I'm assuming is, it makes it very difficult to start walking around with that much weight on, uh, being part of the lifestyle. So be careful what you wish for. Uh, at the same time, we are here to educate. We're not pro PED. We're not against PED. We're against educational decisions that you want to take. Uh, and we, our goal is to feed you enough information to make sure that you guys are taking matters into your own hands and get educated before you even try or attempt to run some of these compounds because. I've, I was just sharing some information that I got from people that are wanting to do the stupidest things, injecting things into their vein, uh, just ridiculous stuff. And people like that have no business uh, 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 being uh, on top of these uh, compounds or even having them for that matter. So part of our goal today is to hone in on that, do some combinations of, of, uh, of intro, intro cycles to the people that do want to get into bodybuilding and, and keep them safe primarily. You know, understand the safe, the safe precautions that you need to take and the dangers as well. So let's start today. Let's start with an intro. Uh, we have Team Cor Cor uh, Courtney on here today. Give us an intro to your company, who you are, your athletes. Uh, go for it. Cool. So, 
Yeah, I'm Mike Courtney. Um, I obviously am the owner of Team Courtney Coaching. Um, you can check out my website, teamcourtneycoaching.com. Um, I have been in this industry probably, I would say, 16 years old when I first started uh, getting into competing and bodybuilding. And, it, you know, lived and breathed it my entire life. Um, you know, my ex-wife was a pro bodybuilder, helped her turn pro. Um, and, you know, myself, that was for the longest time, that was my dream was to, you know, go pro and the whole bit. And so the pursuit, pursuit of that, um, you know, I'm at a point now where I have clients pretty much, you know, all over the nation, Canada. Um, you know, we just did the, the Mr. Olympia this year. Um, that was a, a hell of an experience, you know doing that, going through that, going, uh, we did the, the, um, the Tampa pro this year, the Mr. O we did the Legion. Um, and right now I'm gunning up. We just did nationals. It took a, a super heavyweight to nationals. Um, and right now we're kind of switching gears, getting every, everyone ready for, for, you know, basically the next year and everyone's kind of sending me their schedule and trying to pick out shows for this next year and kind of get all that mapped out. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be on here. Uh, hopefully I can share, you know, some of my experiences, a lot of, a lot of what I've seen, we talk about stupidity. Uh, I could probably write a book on that at this point, you know, <laughs> as a coach and uh, all the, you know, I mean, I hate to say that because part of my, I believe part of my job, it, you know, I try to, I don't want people to feel like when they come to me, you know, I, I have clients constantly blowing up my phone all day long. And uh, I try not to be, I kind of have to step back and be like, all right, they're new. You know what I mean? But there is also that point where you get these certain clients and you're like, I have to just go, look, dude, you're not ready for this. You know, let's, let's start, right. let's start here. You know, let's, let's, let's crawl before we try to sprint, you know? And, um, and it seems like that unfortunately has been kind of the, uh, how bodybuilding has got everyone. We live in a, in a, in a society, you know, where it's, it's, we want it all right now yeah. and the years. And I think a lot of that's fostered because we now have men's physique and, and classic physique and all these other categories, man. When I started, there was men's bodybuilding. So you were either ready or not ready to step on stage. There was no other thing around it, you know? And so you had to put your, you had to put your time in. And um, unfortunately, this new generation doesn't do it. They want the magic pill and they want, you know, they want it now. Well, it's like everything else. Um, I talk about it a lot. Social media, as, as, as good as it is for, for us, trying to promote positivity and work ethic and uh, resilience, consistency, uh, good supplementation, pharmaceutical stuff, knowledge, information. You have the other side, which is just the pretty pictures, the glutes, the ass, the 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 huge monsters, and and you know, people think that this that they walk around like this all year round sometimes, and the reality is it doesn't. It's not it doesn't work that way. You know, I I actually saw a men's physique uh, Olympia athlete. Uh, he was posting pictures when he was doing his cut as if he was basically in that shape. Then, then I saw him at a, at a show and I'm like, man, he, like, he doesn't look anything like that. Right. Cause this is awesome. I hate right? that shit. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I agree with Joey. I, I fucking hate that shit I because I try to be as transparent with team amino pure. And you know that Joey, yep. uh, I talk about our issues. I talk about my own health issues that I've had, my digestion issues and all that kind of shit. I want to keep it real for people to understand that some of this shit is you, some people have great genetics. Not everybody is meant to be a bodybuilder. Not everybody oh. has genetics. You hey, can look, be the I best was never you. Be an Olympic swimmer. Wasn't going to happen. Wasn't in my cards, you know? Amen. Like, I you get toxic. My wife, you know, first time we went on a boat together and she saw me trying to just 
So yeah, she's she's over she's hearing me, she's laughing. But you know, first time I jumped in the water and she's looking at my ass trying to just stay afloat. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I get toxic. I tried. I've tried, I've run some pets, and my coach is like, "Man, you get toxic so fast." And I said, "I'm look. I'm good at 190 pounds now. Like I don't I, I don't have to be like 250 or 230. I came to the realization that my health is more important to me." So my goal, our goal is to really educate people. And I look at Joey, I look at Alex and I'm like, some of our athletes, I look at your athletes. I'm like, man, I wish I could be like 220, 230. I don't think I ever would want to be like 240 and walk around like I can't even move. Uh, but, but I wish I could, but, I, but you know what? My genetics are not like this. So I do the best that I can with what I have. And that's what it is. You have a realistic expectation going into this. And unfortunately, I mean, we've also, you know, I'm sure like you guys, you guys coach, you know, it sounds like you guys coach as well. How many people come to you and go, Hey, how, how, how fast until I have abs or how soon till I look like a bodybuilder or how soon, you know, you're like, look, number one, if any coach gets on and tells you, okay, it's going to be, you know, 93 days and, and two hours. And you, I'll have you looking like a, I mean, dude, I don't have a, you know, I don't Mike, have this ball in a pool. Mike, like, the, right, problem, the problem is you have coaches that are, that look at people. And we'll tell you, I can get you ready. Well, no, there's no, that's not what they're saying. They're saying, I can take your money. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, mean, a big I, I have seen, I have seen, I have seen in my local gym coaches that put girls onto wellness. Okay. Onto wellness. And this girl has never competed even in bikini and is pudgy. This fucking category. It's pudgy. It's pudgy. And she's going to do wellness in 20 weeks. And I'm like, you strip all that fat away from her with all due respect. And ladies, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm just keeping it real here, right? For the no. girls that are listening to you. Like, same thing with guys. It doesn't apply to just females. You don't have a whole lot of muscle. You need to build things in phases. Yeah. I'm in my 40s, man. And I'm not a mass monster, but it took me time to build what I have. I can push some weight. Yeah. So to do wellness, there has to be a solid base underneath. Like you can turn any, you can strip anyone down and turn them into a compete uh, bikini athlete. But like when you bump up to wellness, there has to be a solid base of muscle, solid dense muscle, mature muscle. And that's what these girls don't realize. They think just because they have like thicker legs and like somewhat of a shoulder cap, like they can go wellness. Same thing with guys though. You I see some of these guys. Some of these, guys, some of these yeah. local guys are like coaches are like, oh, you know, he's kind of lean i can put i can put you on stick do men's physique i'm like you're 135 pounds wet like, bro. just because you're the girl with the fat ass in the club doesn't yep. mean you're gonna be the girl with the big glutes on stage exactly. it doesn't translate you know, just you can have an, you know, a lot of women like especially women there's this they don't understand the difference between you know muscle and fat because they don't normally get down to those extremely low body fat body percentiles fat. Yep. and women because they're so estrogenic especially in the lower half they're going to retain fluid and, and fat in that lower half. And as men, outside of bodybuilding, we're like, oh, that's awesome. This chick's got, you know, blah, 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 right? But then yeah. when, you, when you're as a coach or you're looking at somebody from, from with, with the judge goggles on, you got to look at it completely different, right? It's, it's not the same thing. It doesn't translate. It's a whole different thing. You know, you have to be able to see past that layer of fat to see what they actually have developed. And yeah. a lot of coaches just feed their clients bullshit or they'll like fabricate everything. Obviously, like you said, just to get their money, be like, oh, yeah, I can put you on stage. And then when they Here's get closer the and closer and closer, the coach starts panicking. Here's what I pride myself on. I don't have to coach because I need the money. I got a career. 
I make good money. That's why, that's why we had to do the podcast later today, right? You know, because I had to get off work. I'm the same right? way. I, I'm with you. I, I, I know where you're going with this, and I'm with you because I, I see the same things. Like, people like people think that in Team Amino Pure, sorry to interject real quick, Team Amino Pure, Amino Pure started because we wanted to make millions or money. No. It was a hobby. No. I'm an executive in aerospace. Exactly. I, I didn't. I didn't yeah. need this, but yeah. you know what? It was the it was the demand for knowledge and information and good products yeah. that was missing in the industry that led to this. We blew up, right. and we're saying and we're saying to ourselves, even when we work with Rejuvenate HRT, it's like, why stop now? Mm-hmm. Like, just keep yeah. going. I love the sport. This sport, I don't bodybuild anymore. Uh, you know that that for me was, you know, been there, did that. Um, for me, my, my love now is the coaching aspect. I love it. I, you know, and, and for me, bodybuilding will always be in my veins. It's going to be something, you know, that, you know, yeah, maybe I stepped away from the actual competing side of it, but I will always be still a bodybuilder at heart. Right. Yeah. And that's a whole nother thing I could talk on, on what that, what that even means. Right. Um, and what comes from, from bodybuilding, you know, mentally, you know, what that develops and, and what I'm I think, I think the biggest issue and in, 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 in free fear to interject, Joey, is the issue that people gen pop. And this is one of the things that we always talk about team amino peers. Like we're trying to bridge the gap between health and fitness and mm-hmm. taking the principles from people like Joey that has, a, that has run cycles and understands peptides and now and understands all these things. How, do, how can Gen Pop utilize some of those protocols that may not be as extreme to get in better shape and keep themselves healthy? Utilizing some of those protocols. You don't have to run like pets. You can run L-carnitine. You can run Neuro. You can run... Uh, there's so many good products out there right now in the market that you can actually run and improve your life Well, I mean, in order to get there. I, I yeah. think... You know, if we're talking gin pop, we're talking, look at every male right now with the fucking man bun and skinny jeans out there right now. And, <laughs> I mean, you can look at these dudes and you can see just the estrogen just dripping off of them with their soy lattes <laughs> and their fucking, you know, and all the plastics in our air. I mean, just look around at the current just demasculinization that's happening as a whole, right? Amen. Yep. So yeah. personally, my opinion on that is like, I think probably about 97% of men should be on some sort of HRT program I, I agree. to some degree yep. uh, to, because even when you go into the doctor and they look at your blood work and they're looking at, Oh, well you got, you're at 300, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And they like, say, and they don't even consider that low anymore. Isn't that crazy? It's that's nuts. Crazy. And I, I'm like, I feel like dog shit at 300. Like that's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I think every man should be in that upper, again, I'm not saying a super physiological amount, but we should be in that upper range. Same thing with our growth hormone. Like I'm a huge advocate and, 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 um, you know, you know, this, uh, of MK677, it's one of the main things I buy from amino pure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, for me, it's, it's the, it's the, uh, the easiest way to kind of have my own little HRT going where, cause I like to stay on growth hormone year round. Yeah. I don't always want to be on some expensive amount, you know I mean? Cause let's keep it real. Growth hormone can be very expensive. Super, right. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's not even necessarily a financial thing. I'm also lazy as shit at this point. And it's not even that I'm lazy. It's that I'm busy. You right? got some like, other, other so, shit going on. Yeah. I am so busy. I can take a pill in the morning and jam to work. Right. And do my thing. And then I get off work awesome. and I jam. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing this. Right. right. And then I'm, you know, I'm rushing home from the, from, from work and I'm, I'm dealing with clients or I'm on a podcast or I'm doing this. Yep. I'm, you know, cause I've got a whole nother business outside of my career even. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't have the time. I'm not, I can't be that pin cushion bodybuilder. Yeah. It's, it's just rough. Me, right? I, I, it's rough. Joey, you had something to say you wanted to add since to piggyback to that. Yes. So how you were saying you wanted to get like gen pop involved in like taking the L-carnitine and stuff like that. And like those um, peptides, but the biggest thing is like the ignorance between like them seeing a needle or them like 
all they see, they, when, once they see that needle, all they think is like, oh, it's steroids. Steroids. Yeah. That's it. That's all they think. They don't know like that, like L carnitine and all that's like has nothing to do or with peptides are. Oh, I, I, I had this conversation with somebody. And, <laughs> yeah, it's but it's insane that these that it's it has such a negative connotation, but it's just that level of ignorance and they're not educated, and that's what we're trying to accomplish here. But absolutely, people, people's willingness to understand and accept is the biggest thing and it, it, it's, it's it, i think it's a whole needle thing i mean we i just i just talked to uh I, i've been i mentioned it in my previous podcast with chris neal today which launched today on pcos and birth can coming out with birth control yeah. um I, I i just started my mentorship with a phd from harvard and yale on pharmacokinetics mm. and and pharmacology because we're, we're trying to really understand from a pharmacokinetics is the way that certain supplementation herbals uh flavonoids uh, work in your body. So you can say, okay, this works, right? You have pharmacology is like the pharmacology aspect of, of turkesterone, which we're coming out by the way, next week. Yep. Uh, and, and it, it's fantastic. I mean, you look at the science behind, oh, on paper is fantastic. Now, how is it going to work in your body? In a real setting, in a real scenario, yep. that's the pharmacokinetics. Look at mint. There was another one. I mean, where on paper it's, you know, I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me cause I don't, yeah. I'm not, I don't really use it. You know, but you know, mint is what is it, like four times more anabolic than testosterone, and, and blah, you know, all these different things. It's like, but the practical application, you know, the let's say anecdotally, it it doesn't have, it doesn't, it's not. You know what I mean? And um, it, it's the way that it works in your body. This is what people are missing, and and we're gonna we're gonna dive right into the the, the dirty right now in a little bit. Uh, but the, the I think the biggest misconce- uh, misconception that we that people have is like. Well, let's pick on a bot. Jeremy Buendia, he runs 750 milligrams of testosterone, and he says he runs two IUs of growth. And look at him. Like, I, I, can, I need to do that, and I'm going to do that. Right. That's him. Right. That's the biggest problem. That, and that, I'm going to be honest, that's not a social media thing. That's been around since we used to open up MD back in the day or Flex or whatever, and we look at their, their supplements. Oh, if I take... What Jay Cutler takes, I'm gonna look like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's been around forever. That's that's marketing 101, right? Yeah, yeah and, it's and ridiculous though. It's ridiculous, and it's it's unfair because like like even if I wanted to, and I'm a big fan of like Alex um, and and Joey because these guys are just amazing, right? At what they do, I don't think even if I was to run the 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 supplementation or pads that they run, I could look like Joey. No, like genetically, that's not my body. That, so I, you, people need to have that understanding of where your genetic limitations, push your genetic limitations, right, to its furthest, keeping yeah. yourself healthy. And manage expectations. But manage yes. expectations. Not everybody, there's a reason people, there's a reason why the same Olympia athletes, the top five or top 10 don't change year after yep. year after year. The best I, in the world are genetic I, freaks. You're not one of them. I forgot who said it, but it's a quote, and you guys might know who said it. It's like if you take the drugs out of bodybuilding, the champion would still be the champion. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and I that's, agree. that is the most yep. true thing you've ever said. I mean, yep. these guys, and this is why I always laugh. Like I remember uh, people talking shit on uh, when Dorian Yates said, you know, oh, I only run two hundred megs of Deca and was it five hundred megs of Testo? I forget the exact cycle, but it yeah. was out there for a long time. We've all seen it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is so crazy about that? Like th- that's why he is a Mr. Olympia because he's a genetic freak. If, here's what it is. In my personal opinion, like I've worked with a lot of pros of the years and 
or even top, uh, you know, national level guys, things of that nature. And unfortunately, a lot of them are lazy. Okay. And that's why they don't ever, they are, they half-ass their workouts because they can, because yeah. they're the, they're that percentile that can actually half-ass their workouts and st- they can look at weight and grow. You know what grow, I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's just what they're, they're made to do. You, you then take that next step and you get that genetic anomaly, that genetic freak that actually has work ethic. That's how you get a Jay Cutler. That's how you get a Phil Heath. That's how you get a Kai Green. It's you know what I mean? And, and, you know, and then, and then of course you, you, then from there you take into, you know, the PEDs and all these other, you know, and their ability to, it's, there's also a, a, a genetic limitation on some people can handle more, you know, yes. even from a safety their resilience. I can. I break down. Yeah. My body like gets toxic. Yeah. My digestion goes to shit. I was talking to yeah. Joey about that. It's yeah. like I've tried. Was we talking about super raw, and raw, and raw, or super raw, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. a week, I, my appetite was gone. My digestion yeah. was shit, yeah. and I'm like, it isn't even worth it. It yeah. isn't yeah. even worth it. it to me, it was like I could never run Deca because I look like dog shit. The only time I could run Deca was when I was powerlifting because I didn't care. But the, when, when I was competing, watery. if I ran DECA, I just turned to a bag of shit. I just did. I just you looked like, like really old... soft and watery. Was that what it is? Oh, bad, bad. And it, it was like, it, it was almost not even really dose relevant. Like you think like, okay, well, I'll just back it down to like, you know, just, a, you know, one CC a week or, you know, 200 mix, 200 mix. mix. Yeah. Nope. Didn't matter. I would just be my, my, my whole, my abdomen, everything would be bloated and just look bad. You know, and I know other guys that they'll run it all the way to the show day. No yeah. problem. It, yeah, the moral of the, the moral of the story here and we talked about this with chris we talked about this with joey i talked about this with alex talked about it with everybody's like moral story everybody's different folks everyone is so different and the, the the job of the coach is to understand your 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 own limitations but also yourself you have to have expectations of what your limitations are i ha- i know my expectations and my limitations are i know where i'm where i excel i have great shoulders my shoulders are like my my thing i I take a amino pump, my shoulders just they blow up. It makes me look bigger. But I'm 190 some odd pounds. And when I take amino pump and I'm running my my protocol, my IGFLRC, which I love, and and my amino pump, and I'm I'm taking my pre-work and I'm taking all my supplements, I look like I'm 210 to 15, right? right? I'm a buck 90. <laughs> not a big, I'm not a huge guy. I'm mm-hmm. lean, I'm leaner, but I'm not I'm not a huge. But I have the expectations that like I've been, I just when I finished my bulk about a couple of weeks ago, maybe like five weeks ago, four weeks ago, I got to 206. Like, I can't imagine Joey 271. <laughs> 206 for me, and I'm going to tell you this, 206, and it sounds ridiculous, right? Because people are going to say, what a pussy. I don't care. 206 for me, I was lethargic. I was fatigued. Yeah. I was tired. I was annoyed. And I just, like, I would, I would walk with my ex-girlfriend and she's like, you're very winded. I'm like, I'm yeah, I get that six. shit all the time. Why are you breathing so heavy? Because I'm, I'm walking. What do you mean? It's <laughs> not, what does that tell you? It was being that way. My body is sending me signals saying, this is not good. I don't like this. So, you know, have that understanding that it's not for everybody and everyone's going to be different. You know, my 206 could be Joey's 250 or 260. It could be somebody else's like 280 or 270. Everybody's so different. So I, I, I like where this is going, guys. Let's talk about some of the, 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 the uh, I want to call the elephant in the, in the closet. Everybody always talks about the king of all anabolics. Let's talk about Trembolo. Okay. So um, what, yeah, this is an interesting topic. Let's start with, uh, let's start with a, a basic trend cycle. And let's, let's, let's preface this by saying trend is 
uh, I believe 500 times more anabolic than testosterone. It is the king of all anabolics. Uh, it's by far uh, a supplement or an, uh, an anabolic steroid that you can add an insurmountable amount of mass, mm -hmm. uh, assuming that your nutrition is on point, that you're eating enough food, you're eating enough carbs. Yeah. So let's start with, with that. Mike and then Joey, I want I want I want to hear you uh, your your experience and what your thoughts are. How do you cycle? What is your entry late level cycle when you have a bodybuilder or somebody that's like, okay, you know what? You're you're at that place now that you can uh, you can you've graduated to a trend cycle. How do you approach that? So, I mean, I think this is almost part. Again, this is where we talk about like the individual, right? We got we have to come in with okay, what kind of cycle experience do they have? What have they done? Um, where are they at in their own? Are they coming? Are we coming off of where they've been blasting for a while? You know, there's so many factors that come in, and this is where, like, I, I hate kind of a cookie. You know, there's not a blanketed statement that I right. can put out there, right? I'm probably one of the only coaches that actually tries to talk people out of using trend. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, I really do. I, I, I try to put it out there. Um, and and what you know, and again, I'm talking about this with my mouth. Did I use trend when I was competing? Yeah, of course I did. A lot, you know. Um, but I also hated it. And for me, anything over like 300 megs and I just would start feeling terrible. You know, my, my whole me mental would change more than anything, the mental part yep. of it, you know? Um, I think there's a few things that trend, you really have to be careful with, with trend. Um, I hate running it with EQ. I hate running it with Anadrol. Um, <laughs> anything that's already increasing your red blood cell, um, yep. and then throwing trend in the mix. I think you're really just asking for, um, some major blood pressure complications, um eq on its I, own is actually is, is going to elevate your red blood cells significantly exactly. you exactly. add you add anadrol and, and you add trend, blood pressure your blood pressure is going to skyrocket but let's piggyback on what you just said mike uh the mental aspect anadrol as a whole will already gonna make you angry <laughs> will fuck you up in your brain right yeah. can you imagine taking trend and androff together so oh, yeah. talk a little bit about your experience with that and, and how that worked and why you would shy away from that compound. I know you mentioned some already. Well, I mean, again, yeah, that, you know, and this is one of those things that you, you know, through time and especially myself, you know, having lived and breathed and gone through all that. And, and I've done, I, you know, I try to make, I've made the mistakes for my clients. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've yep. been there, I've done it. And, and yeah, when you're running trend and anadrol at the same time, you know, number one, you, you're going to feel so toxic and shitty. You're not going to train optimally. You're, 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 fatigued, um, tired. you're going to feel so fatigued. Your digestion's going to be shit. Um, I mean, we're only as good as the food we're assimilating. And when your liver and everything is that toxic, your assimilation is going to be down, which is kind of the main perk of trend is that it's typically going to increase that. Mm -hmm. So it just doesn't really make sense. Um, I think if we're going to organize it, you know, if we're, if we're talking about putting a cycle together, you're much better off running, say, Anadrol and NPP or something in the beginning, right? And then transitioning into uh, maybe like Prima with Trin, you know, test always as our base, you know what I'm saying? And having it more where it's progressive and it makes sense, right? Uh, being that Anadrol is already going to help with your strength and your size and everything that you want it to do. And now you're going to be able to continue that when the, when the gains kind of start to slow down because the law of diminishing, you know, returns, returns. is going to take effect. Right. Yep. It starts to slow down. And then now I can start going into something. I, now I get onto to trend With and maybe, like I said, some primo, something that's not toxic. Primo's amazing. You're going to, eat, you're going to be able to train hard. Your yep. strength's going to continue to go up, right? You're going to continue to progress, you know? And, and the great thing about it too, is like that, that to me is so, there's so many different ways you can do that. And it's all really at that point. Now it's just controlled by our nutrition, right? Yep. 
if I can do that when I'm bulking some, you know, trying to add mass or if I'm trying to take into a cut, it doesn't matter. I mean, the beautiful thing about trend, and I think the most underappreciated thing about trend, trend is one of the only drugs that is proven to facilitate growth, even in a caloric deficit. Yeah. And, the, and not only that, mm -hmm. but the nutrition, the nutrition partitioning aspect of it. Part yep. uh, it's, yep. it's amazing, right? Uh, yep. You you were talking about, and, and I want to piggyback on that, and I want I want Joey to interject here as well. Um, I think the combination what you just said is actually fantastic. MPP is 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 going to be a faster acting um, version of Deca, if you want to call it that, uh, mm -hmm. with with Anadrol. So you want to balance out a little bit of the side effects. Number one, yeah, then there's a reason I didn't say Deca with Anadrol. Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I noticed that. Now. Then you're then you're talking about trend with Primo, which I think is flipping fantastic because Primo doesn't aromatize. Right. So you're going to control a little bit more, even more of the side effects. But I, I think Primo is by far the best anabolic for me, uh, PED, anabolic uh, steroid, if you want to call it that, yeah. that I've ever tried. Yeah, um, side effect. I mean, it, I mean like if you got good Primo, if you, real exactly, Primo. Yes, you can find real, real Primo because it's so Primo. fake, you know, yes. real Primo. And, and there's, there's, there's companies out there that do have real Primo. You just don't know if they're dosed right. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I know there's some pharmaceutical companies that, 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 that Rejuvenate works with that they're coming out with Primo uh, as a pharmaceutical HRT uh, substitute test. And as soon as they're out, I'm, I'm going from test to Primo. That's yeah. just it. Because I, I love it that much. Like you can tell the difference. You're getting a little leaner. You get a little tighter. You don't aromatize. Mm -hmm. So I think that the benefits of running that trend with a Primo with a little bit of test base um, is ideal. Um, well, how, how, would you, how would you put a ratio on the Primo to test though? Because uh, there's, so there's controversies on that where some people will say, okay, you want a higher trend to test ratio. Other, other people say, well, do you want a higher test trend ratio? Yeah. See, I always think you need more tests than trend. Um, 100%. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just, I, I don't care what anybody says. It's gonna, the shutdown that happens. I mean, the, the, um, the, uh, what it does to your sex drive and, and, and everything else. Yeah. Your libido, it's all going to take a hit, whether it's right then. I've also seen it where it's, it's after. after. Yes. That's when you come exactly. off the trend. Oh, really? I, I, I've, oh, never, yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Cause you, even you if you keep running, even if you stay on, the shutdown mm -hmm. that'll have occurred at that point is so hard to come back from. Yep. Uh, it's just not a good, it's not a good and way it, to run it. It's, you know? it's not even so much like physiological as it is psychological. Cause that mental boost and that mental like euphoria you get when you're on trend is like, and the sex drive you get when you're on trend, when you come off, that's what people get addicted to. You know, you're not getting addicted to the strength gains and like the mass gains. You're getting addicted to how it mentally makes you feel all the time. Yeah. That's why people say like, it makes you feel like a God. And that's why it's called the monster steroid for a reason. Right. It makes you just feel great. Have you, have like you guys, your sleep is fucked, but you know. yeah, your sleep is fucked. Let me ask you a question, Joey. Have you ever heard of somebody actually having trending or what is it? I guess that's decadic. But about, I mean, trending is the complete opposite of decadic. See, I've seen, I've heard people actually lose their erection on trend during trend. I've never heard it during, but after, yes. Hmm. How about you, Mike? You know, so, you know. Uh -oh. I'm losing you, Mike. Is it I, dick the whole damn time trying to keep it up? You know, other people, uh, they can't. Oh, we good? Is it working? I think, I think we're working. Kind of. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> say right. say again. You. We lost you, though. Go ahead. Okay. So I was just saying, like, I think, you know, the problem is, um, you know, we start, some guys are having a battle, you know, just trying to keep it up. 
on trend. Other people, they, they can't reach climax. They can't orgasm on trend. Um, yeah. I mean, that's a huge problem and that's annoying too, you know? And so yeah. well, people think things. is the greatest thing, right? I, yeah. I've, I've tried. Trend. It's exhausting. Exhausting. Bro. Like, yeah. you just you work so hard you're like what the fuck i want to get off <laughs> well and then when you come off it's a whole nother job because now you know the pct and everything you get to really go through to get somewhat normal even as somebody that you know i'm a big guy you know for blasting and cruising i don't ever necessarily come off and yeah. i still notice that when when i come off that trend those next weeks that follow i mean between the depression that kind of comes into play yep um your libido's all fucked up for a while um, you know, you there's start a looking, of things. You start looking that, differently because your look will change. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And you're not, you know, even just, you know, when you when you're on trend, you can get away with a lot more, right? You can be less strict on your diet and you can be, you know, this and that and get away with it. And you come off and you're like, oh shit, you know, your body fat starts creeping up. And so <laughs> you know. So Joey, I'm gonna start with you this time around. What yep. are you, what's your take in when you're coaching your athletes and you're putting them on, let's say, on a trend cycle for whatever reason. Trend ace versus trend E. So I don't have like too much experience with trend E, but like trend ace, like as far as my client, like my clients and like athletes are concerned, I don't, I never once told them to be like, Hey, you're fucking taking this. It's like, all right, what are you comfortable with? Give me an idea of what it should look like. And then I'll critique you. So I get their prior experience with like what cycles they've ran and everything like that. Then we go, first thing is blood work. So if their blood work's all fucked up, I'm not throwing them on anything until we get that in order. So like I have a, one client right now who GFR is just completely tanked from a, a prior coach. His GFR was like a 56. Right? Yeah. You're, you get so, to 60, you need to like completely yeah. get off of everything. Yes. And that, that's exactly what we did. Like we went through a, a whole prep with just his TRT dose and he came in completely fine. took first place, took overall in master's classic. Like it was great. We didn't have to do anything. It was super easy, but um as far as like that stuff is concerned it just all depends on the client and how i know they're going to react like some of my guys like can't necessarily run that stuff with their jobs so i can't like disclose who they are or like what they no, do of course but, um yeah it always start especially if it's their first time it's like one to 200 a week not even like i think for like the upper limits of trend should be three like at most you know what's funny joey you know any, what's funny? any higher than that you're wasting it you know what's funny i actually i've tried trend and i don't yeah. think i've ever mentioned that to anybody i'm gonna do it today i've tried trend and i know that i get toxic on shit like boom like this like super yeah. toxic right but for me i was doing 20 milligrams of ace daily. every morning yeah <laughs> daily i was gonna say the daily and I've, I've heard that awesome. yeah it yeah. was fantastic yeah it, i had no side effects i could sleep well i had no issues yep. but i was only 20 or something with a 10 yeah. every other day. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Microdosing on trend is phenomenal. I was actually going to speak on that when it, we're talking okay. about the health sides of it. So talk, talk to, talk to us a little bit about that, Mike. Yep. Cause yeah, I, that's I mean, my experience with trend. Yep. 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 So um, I also like microdosing with women and, and using testosterone. It's another one that I've really found a lot of. Success. Okay. Oh, another story, but. Well, um, you know, we can talk a little bit about that as well, but let's talk about Trent because yeah. I know the guys are really, I, I know for a fact, a lot of the boys are going to be like fucking all over this. Okay. Yeah, well, they I mean, it, combine this with this. It, it's real simple. I mean, you know, we're talking about different forms of trend, you know, you've got, you know, trend ace, we've got uh trend E and then um, a lot of guys probably can't find it, but if you can, parabolin is amazing. Parabolin X. Yeah. I mean, that's old school. It, it's old school, but that shit, like, especially if you can find like real parabolin uh, ampules. Um, 
Well, I don't think you would want to use them. I mean, those things are probably oh, yeah, 30 yeah, years old. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, at this point, it's going to be an underground lab that's, you know, recreating it. So if you can yeah. find something that makes a good source of it. Um, but Parabon, one cc a week, and you're good to go. 150 megs, and unbelievable the the, the gains and everything you're going to see from it. And um, But again, it's, you know, it's it's pretty toxic shit, and it will build up in your system because it's got a, you know, it's got a, a long ester to it. Um, I don't like Trini much at all. To me, the the, the amount of the, the risk to reward on it just isn't there. Um, you know, it just lasts too long in your body. I think that it, it's just not even. Yeah, and if you have a complication, you're fucked. You're I mean, fucked. You know, like your blood yeah. pressure, all of a sudden you 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 know because it can do that where it just shoots up and you're like now you're stuck and your blood pressure's through the roof and now you're in the doctor's office. You know, at least fourteen days. At least fourteen days until that until train E starts to clear out of your okay. system. So, and even then, it doesn't clear out of your system right away. It's still some lingering. Yeah. So go back to you know the trend ACE, You know is is phenomenal. I mean, I would even say trend no ester. You know, something where we're talking as quick as clearance as possible. Um, it goes in, does a job. What I noticed with me when I was actually cutting and I cut down, like I got really lean and, and I was microdosing with trend. I and I was experimenting because I want to, I want to know and learn how that, but what works for me, like what works for me now, like I'm on TRT, I'm on 200 milligrams of test, uh, my peptides. And that's about it. I'm not even on growth. I'm going to start on growth hormone here pretty soon. Uh, to combine it with my GFLR3 farm that I have. But going back to what I was saying, I was doing 20 micrograms of trend every other day. And I was uh, pairing it with one or two IUs of um, Humalog with one milligram of L-carnitine uh, every morning. Yeah. Every um, morning. Yeah. It comes off like, boof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and my I, funny thing, I was eating more food because I was hungry. Yeah, yeah. I was hungry. One of the things you got to remember, you got to eat more carbs also, right? For people who are going to do this. But yeah. think about the dosages that I'm talking about. I'm talking 20 micrograms, uh, mm-hmm. 20, 20 milligrams every other day. So I'm doing maybe 60 milligrams a week. Yeah. And I well, can tell the difference on me. I think there comes a point. I think, again, we talked about genetics, right? The, your your uh, angine receptors can only take in so much. That's why I think some of these cycles that I see are so stupid. Again, stupid. talking about the law of diminishing returns, like more is not better. It doesn't mean you're going to absorb, you're not, you know, you can only absorb so much. I mean, it's like food, right? I can only, if I eat this bolus amount of food, I'm only going to absorb so much and then I'm going to start shitting myself, you know? It's kind of the same thing. I mean, you can only take in so much in a day and then you're just excreting a ton of it and the risk to reward for that extra little 1% you're getting, the amount of toxicity and everything else going into play. It's not worth it. I think you need to know your limitations and how much your SHBG has a lot to do with it, obviously, as well. How much your testosterone your body can absorb if your SHBG is tanked. Then, I mean, what's the point of running a thousand milligrams of test if you're just going to have it circulating in your blood? I've ran three grams of test a week. I I mean, there was a time I was working with a coach who had me running running two cc's a day and, you know, 100 megs of, of trend a day. Uh, not to mention, you know, plus Lantis, 30 IUs of, of Lantis, 30 IUs of Humalog. I mean, I've been there, done it. How, how mean, was your, how was your insulin sensitivity? Well, it was managed by the, it was but, managed by, the, yeah. I mean, by the trend, you know, and, and the, bolt, the huge amount of, um, of, of farm grade uh, Humatrope that I was on, you know, I mean, so, you know, you had, it, it was, it, again, when you're talking into these crazy cycles, there's a reason to it, right? There's a reason and this is where somebody's looking, going, "Oh, that I got to take insulin, and I got to take 50 IUs a day because so and so is doing it." Well, so and so is doing it because he's also taking, you know, 15 IUs of GH a day, and he has to yep. now control his blood sugar. I mean, exactly. 
you know, that's yeah. we were just talking. We were just talking about this. I had uh, somebody yeah. ask me, and Joey, I think we, I talked to you about this. It's like, how do yeah. you know what? I see this new this bodybuilder. I'm not going to mention his name. I heard through a friend of mine. Okay, this is this is what I I'm talking to somebody else, Joey. Yeah. Um, through a friend of mine, um, this bodybuilder who just came up right now, and he's very close with him. He he plays at the Olympia. He runs approximately 15 IUs of growth. I said, well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, you know, he's the Olympia and he's a mass monster. Um, but my question is like, how does he not get insulin resistant? And number one, probably. Number two, he's probably running a lot of insulin to offset yeah. it because one okay. is going to cause insulin resistant for sure. If he wasn't running insulin oh, yeah. or, or an IGF-1 or, yeah. or, or any, any, any type of IGF kind of a product or peptide, mm. you're, you're going to be, you're going to be insulin resistant with running 15 IUs of growth. If you're running insulin, it's going to balance it off. Yeah. Or at least metformin, yeah, exactly. some sort of glucose yeah. disposal. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of berberine for that case. I run like probably 1500 milligrams of berberine. I was going to say, well, you know, that I was just talking about that 1500 milligrams of berberine studies right now showed that 50 milligrams of berberine is equivalent to 15 milligrams of uh, 1500, uh, 1,500 milligrams of, of, um, of metformin. metformin. Yeah. And I wake up like, so I, I check my blood sugar three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I've been consistently waking up with my fasted blood sugar, like eighties. Like yeah. 80 mid 80s well, and, it, it, and that's fantastic for the amount of weight that you have on man that's fantastic because yeah. number one you're also running you're also running iglr3 yep so that's going to help the berberine is going to help and yep. whatever growth hormone you're 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 right where you need to be yeah um, the biggest mistake that i see in people is like well you know uh, i had a guy tell me the other day he's like man i've been running uh uh for about four to six ius of real farm hgh okay mm -hmm. So you say it's real, it's real. Uh, I'm sure you're spending a pretty penny on it. But now it's like, I look at my fasted glucose and it's always in the 110, 150, even when I wake up. And I said, well, you're insulin resistant. And he yeah. says, what is that? I said, getting there, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> if we can- 125 to 130 is where you want to start like worrying. I mean, postprandial, we're probably, he's probably in the 160s after a meal. Oh yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah, he's waking up at 120. Yeah. 115. Yeah, that's so, your fasted yeah. level. That's bad. Yeah, that's, that's your that's fasted awful. level. That's after being fast for eight hours. That means your 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 sugars is not, they're not, it's not coming down. So mm -hmm. he's like, what can I do? I said, man, what, what how long have you been running this for? And he's like, uh, for a couple of years now. And I said, you never ran anything to counter it, no metformin. That's so we talk about you know being responsible in, in when you're running some of these compounds, it's like you got to understand the pharmacology of it right? Mm -hmm. If you're going to run six IUs of growth hormone, for God's sakes, run a glucose disposal agent if you can't get a hold of metformin to and balance talk, it off. Let's talk the other biggest thing that's being, you know, not talked about right now because it's not sexy, but nutrition. I, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, that's that, how you control your, I mean, it is, that, yeah. that is the nutrition thing timing, there. Yeah. One of the big things, and it's completely like, it seems like an oxymoron, but I have a lot of my guys during a bulk do one day a week where they do zero carbs. As okay. they're bulking. Oh, yep. And and the reason yep. I do that is again to increase insulin sensitivity, insulin sensitivity and allow better assimilation because now when we go back into that high carb day, and so usually I'll have the next following day be like a yeah. thousand carb day, right? Yeah. But now they're actually gonna assimilate it and use it, and they look ten thousand times better, better for it. 
Not to mention you have one day a week where you, um, you know, a lot of the water kind of comes off. You're not just a bloated fucking mess. Mentally, 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 mentally. Yeah, mentally. I mean, just, you know, at, when when you're in a hard bulk, I, I think a lot of people haven't done a true bulk, you know, like a bot, like, yeah. like the way they're meant to be done, you know, oh, they do yeah. dirty bulks where they think, oh, I go out to KFC and I get a fucking bucket of chicken after my workout and I'm, I'm bulking. And it's like, no, motherfucker, you're just a fat ass. You know, it's a big, yeah. you know, do you, do you think with that, do you think with that one day though, that are that one day with no carbs, are they training? Like, are they driving their glucose oh. down? Yeah. No, they'll do fast so do you, cardio, but they're not going to train. Do you think they're actually like super compensating when they take in that next day at a thousand? Oh, absolutely. That's half yeah. the point. I mean, you, I look at the body. It's the same thing as when we go into a show, right? Like I, you know, I deplete someone coming into a show just so I can carb load them and, and you, you know, that super physiological, yeah. you know, you push the body one way for so long, it, then you can push it back. That was yeah. again for only a short term, but yeah, yeah. That, let's say on a Sunday, we do a no carb day, a non-training mm-hmm. day, fasted cardio only. And then we go into yeah. this, you know um, you know, let's say we're trying to bring up legs. So I'll yeah. do say, quads on a Monday and oh, have a thousand carbs, Perry workout. Oof. Yeah. And they're going to have a pump like they've never felt in their life. And they're going to have a roundness to them that they don't normally see the rest of the week. Yeah. Right. That, that comes from the, actually, that, that's the, the, the pharmacology aspect, the physiological aspect of the way that your, your intracellular uh, mechanisms in your body works. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to a doctor about this because I want to get down to the, in, the intracellular. How, how does that work? And he was explaining to me that basically the supercompensation factor of the way that, 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 the way that it works is that it's kind of like fasting. People talk a lot of mm-hmm. shit about fasting, right? Fasting, you're gonna lose muscle. You can, but there's a there's a regeneration of intracellular levels that happens when you fast. That your body is you're giving primarily your digestion a break. Mm-hmm. So you everything is, is the food we assimilate. Everything does this. Yeah, your your cells start to like say, okay, I'm not. You're not pushing me to overdrive anymore. Mm-hmm. So they start to come down. Everything starts to g- regenerate. Mm-hmm. And everything goes to where it needs to be because people don't realize bodybuilding. Like, and I've had this experience myself when I was bulking to like 200 and whatever pounds. I look at carbs and I finish one meal, like six or seven ounces of chicken and a cup and a half of rice. And I'm like, fuck, I just finished my rice. And like in 30 minutes, my next meal comes out. And there's another cup and a half or two cups of rice. And like, you feel like a fucking blimp. You don't even want to look at rice anymore. I'm like, I just literally feel bloated. I'm always hungry. <laughs> yeah. Your digestion, what well, your digestion is where you're, you're optimal. But when you're not optimal, you're not processing oh, yeah. food as fast as possible. It's going to be an issue. It's yeah. going to be an issue. So at, from an intracellular standpoint, the recompensation factor occurs when you're, you're at the cellular level, you're, you're, all your hormones and everything else is taking a rest, preparing your body for that, boom, yeah. that next slam that comes the next day. It's a fantastic thing, actually. I, I, I love listening to, to, to stories like this because I think people don't understand the, the, the concept behind the way your body functions internally. Right. And, and they only, only look at things from the outside and, okay, I look around on the great, but okay. Yeah. But how did that happen? Right. And what, what made that happen? Or, or every, you know, you get a new guy, all he wants to do is learn about steroids, but he doesn't want to learn about nutrition. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's like, it's like learning how to sprint, you know, but not trying to figure out how to walk. It, it doesn't make any, any sense, you know? Right. And then, and this is why I think like, you know, not to really, I'm not, not I'm not the biggest Kai Green fan, but when you see these guys who start off natural, and then went into steroids and everything else, they've developed the work ethic 
here because they are natural, right? They've developed how exactly. to eat because they're natural. Then they've transitioned into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the guys who started off at using gear at 18 at, that they just kind of missed the boat. They, they miss a lot of what I think we need to learn yep. as young bodybuilders going into it, you know? Not only well, you, you always see it too. You always see it too with like the, de- the detransformations. Like when people get out of bodybuilding, you can always tell like who built their body naturally and then started using gear as opposed to who people who like, oh, I just started working out, bam, time to take steroids. You, they like, they look good. They they go back and they still hold their muscles. They still, they don't. It's a set point. Like, deteriorate. Yeah. It's because the set point. Yeah. The, you the go set, back point to that set point Yeah. Right. And, it's, and then you see people like these other pros who went away and then their joints are build, all fucked up. If you build and, your whole body on a thousand megs of testosterone, when you're back on 200 megs of testosterone, you're not yeah, going to be able to maintain that same amount. Yeah. yeah it's just not there. Yeah. Guys, I want to have a topic of discussion on Superdraw. What is your take on Superdraw? Let's start with Joey. Joey, what's your what's your, t- your take on Superdraw? Have you ever tried it? Uh, your any of your clients? What's your take on Superdraw? Um, I haven't had any clients use it, but I um, like I've used it before, and but it was with like a slew of other things too. So I honestly, I really the only thing I noticed was that I was super round. Full I was like, or water? yeah, I was no full. I was just full like as a tank. house. Oh, yeah, because you take it so close to show, right, when you're leanest, that's when you're going to get the most benefit out of it, right? I've never taken it during a bulk, um, but, yeah, all I noticed really was that I was just super round, and I was a little bit more powerful. Mike, super draw, bulk cut, and what is your take on it? I don't like it. You like it? <laughs> not, not a fan. So, I mean, for me, easy enough. Uh, yeah, it's an easy one. I would just, I would rather take, if I was going to run something like that, I'd rather take Anadrol. Yep. Uh, over super draw. Yeah, yes. over draw. Yeah, I, I love Anadrol in a bulk. I love Anadrol in a cut. Um, really? Anadrol, I'll have a guy three days out from a show running Anadrol, no problem. Yeah, um, super predictable. Yeah, it keeps them full. It's very predictable. I know exactly how it's going to work. I know the pharmacology yeah. on it. Um, you know, when it comes to, um, I'm one of those guys, for me, I will never ask a client to do something that I haven't done or that I don't do. Exactly. Um, and that, so I, I will say that I base a lot of my coaching off of what I've personally done and seen success with and, 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 and have not seen success with. And, um, a lot of my early body move career was kind of just testing things out and figuring what did or didn't work. And for me, uh, it never worked. It was, you know, it was one of those things back, you know, shit, when I was, it, you could just go right off to max muscle and buy it right off the shelf, you know? <laughs> and, um, I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. I didn't like how it made me feel. It made me lethargic. It made me, um, yeah. It, it just didn't do a whole lot. And now, again, this goes back to the genetic thing. I know guys who fucking love it and they swear yeah. by it. And I, they- I have a couple kids that, a couple guys that are like, man, I tried injectable super draw. And that's different though. Now we're going into something else. Injectable okay. super draw, I mean, that's going to be, that's, that's different when we, you know, we start talking about, you know, injectable fucking anything, injectable Anavar, injectable D ball. I mean, it, it's not the same drug, in my opinion. It's, it's, then, then we take it orally um now because of bioavailability or because of chemical compound um i would say all of it i would say all of it you know i would even say uh you know uh how it's delivered you know um is it water-based oil-based i mean there's a plethora of things that come into it that change you're not gonna have the same response that you are when you when when you're popping a pill you know um but I can't speak on it from an injectable standpoint. I've never used injectable. I, oh, this guy, I this guy claims he got shredded and full. And he said, my diet wasn't 100%. But I mean, I can tell the difference. He said he could only run it for so long because. Oh, it, yeah. It'll destroy yeah. you from the inside it'll, out. It'll destroy you from the inside out. I would imagine yeah. it'd be similar, like, 
the difference would be kind of the difference between say injectable Winnie versus injectable versus like oral, oral. you know, uh, you know, and I've even had like yeah. oil based Winnie. I don't know if you guys have tried that, you know, but I've tried different forms. Hurts like hell. I'm not, I'm not a big <laughs> man. I'm not yeah. a I mean, if Joey says it hurts, it probably, it probably does. Uh, I'm not a big Winstraw fan. I know a lot of people are like, I, I rather take Anavar. It's only good for, again, if you're only into stepping on, if you're stepping on stage, it has a, it has a, it has something it can offer you. Uh, I, I do believe there's a look that you're going to get from Winstraw that you're, that's going to be different than, than Anavar. Um, oh. and, and I would take a step further and I'd say, cool, take them together. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're talking again, getting on stage, you know, there, there is a bit of a synergism there. Um, as far as the look that it brings, but out in this, I think it would be another good topic. Um, there's certain drugs that I really believe are only meant for competitive bodybuilders. And if you're not planning on being a competitive bodybuilder, yes. you don't need to run it, you know, and circling back to trend personally, if you're not a competitive bodybuilder, I really don't know that you need to run trend. Um, I don't think people realize or have been educated enough on trend to run it. I can't tell you how many guys come to me and it, their first cycle ever, and they're running trend and test because their bro in the gym said, Hey, run this. Mm, don't get me started. Yeah. Oh, 600. We're talking about, I had a guy tell me just the other day, I was like, Hey, uh, uh, I'm going to start my, um, I started, I started my cycle and he's asking how, how much trend are you taking? And I think I posted on it. I'm like, you did. Yeah. That was funny. I'm like, bro, yeah. I, I had a guy come to me. I had a guy come to me at the beginning of the year. And again, this is one of those, the reason they do this is because they don't have to eat well. They can just take, again, the trend kind of is that magic pill where you can look good. Yeah, but it's not like they shit. ate well in the first place before they started. No, they, they didn't. They ate like shit, shit and they got on it, made them look good. And then the second they stopped taking it, it looked like shit again. Exactly. I had a guy come to me in his 40s, mid, no, I'm sorry, like late 40s. And he'd been on trend for two years, two years straight on trend. I, I honestly, you know what I think? I got, I got you beat. I got you beat. Not to be like that guy. But I knew this when I was down in Jacksonville, when I was stationed down in Camp Lejeune. I knew this this guy that he was a powerlifter and whatever. And uh, he was he messaged me and he was like, "Hey, how do you how do you come off?" And I was like, what? "I was like," and he's like way way older than me, like maybe mid thirties. I'm like, what, "Hold on, what do you mean you've never came off?" And he's like, "No." I was like, "He's like, how long?" He's like, seven years. I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Are you fucking <laughs> lying?" I, no. How do you make how do you make that up? How do you ha- how do you function with your heart and your sleep and your cortisol levels? Well, Absolutely here's, no idea. People don't realize, and this is something I think people need to hear. Trend actually eats the valves of your heart. I've never heard of that, but it, I believe it. I believe it. it. Eats the valves of your heart. Okay, it's so poison. when I started off bodybuilding, um, Mike Matarazzo, who just moves in my town, I don't know if you guys know who Mike Matarazzo is. He's one of the one of the best bodybuilders in the world. You know, Olympia contender had the best calves period, probably still to this day, the best calves. Um, and he, t- he pulled me aside and I was just coming up. I was probably 17, 18 years old. And he pulled me, pulled me aside. Cause he's like, all right, I know you're on now. I know you're doing, you know, doing your thing or whatever. And he was like, do me a favor. Cause he had just had a quadruple bypass heart surgery. And he says, don't run trend. He, ca- he would just kept preaching that to me. And that was his big <laughs> takeaway message though was, and I, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever, old man, you know I mean? I was kind of a dumb kid, but his big takeaway from, from everything that he had gone through and all the doctors and all the cardiologists and everybody had seen was how destructive trend is on your cardiovascular system. And I don't think anybody can argue that that is no, unargued. You know, I mean, can people potentially argue, Oh, it does or doesn't eat your heart valves. Yeah. Because again, like most of these drugs, the testing and, and the stuff just isn't there. Right. Like, but um, I've now heard that from several very educated, um, you know, 
people in this industry and, and, um, and even some doctors that have kind of said the same sort of thing that there's a deterioration that happens in the heart, especially in the, the heart valve and the left ventricle um, due to trend. And, you know, again, take it once or twice. Is it necessarily going to, going to, going to permanently hurt, hurt, hurt you? No, but how often do we run it for how many years? Right? Like are people, most people, I believe at a competitive level, they're running it two or three times a year over the course of say 10 years. Yeah. Right. And so your risk of, of having catastrophic heart failure or, or any sort of major heart um, issue. And I can even speak on this, this heart stuff. I mean, several times now I've had it where I was in the cardiologist because my heart was so enlarged. Oh, wow. And you, know? you think that's because of the trend or you think that because you were running growth? Um, I think I, I, I actually think it was from clenbuterol. Okay. Wow. I think it was from clenbuterol. And doing I mean, I, well, and I mean, I could see why I, I, I never heard of that before, but I could see why running clen could actually cause your, your heart to have some, some complications and enlargement. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I'm sure it all is a factor, right. right. You know, and, um, but I, I've heard it, uh, now again, I wish I could be like, oh, this is from, you know, WebMD source, whatever, whatever, but I don't yeah. know. That, right. You know, but, um, I've done a lot of research on my, on my own, uh, kind of personal digging into why twice now I've had to take a step back because my heart was, um, enlarging, you know, and to a point that it was like, okay, Hey dude, you know, this is happening. Um, and one of the only things I can really relate to was clenbuterol on, on, on times when I was running it probably too much and for too long. Yeah. Um, you know, you think about all the cardio and all the heavy, heavy workouts, especially myself, like, dude, I'm the drop set master. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know, when I'm, uh, you know, shit, you know, I used to go and I would one plate squat for 22 plate squat for 23 plate squat for yeah. 20. And then I would do a drop set, you know, and then Woo. I'd go back up to yep. four plates and do a drop set. And then I would just keep, you know, and, um, and so, you know, my workouts were, were very, very, uh, taxing on the cardio, you know, cardiovascular. And so you think, and this is why I'm not a big proponent. I don't like stimulants really in general. You're, you're taking something that's going to accelerate and stress the heart out even more when you're planning on going and accelerating and stressing out the heart. Like it doesn't, yeah. if you really take a step back, it doesn't make not, not even talking about the vasoconstriction that's going on, but it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense, yeah. you know? Now but, in all those years you were running Clen were and I brought it up the last podcast too. Um, were you running touring with it? I was not. And, and that probably would have helped. Yes. So I don't like if you ever run. So whenever I take climb like for prep thousand milligrams of taurine with like every serving, you won't get those shakes and like the heart palpitations you get with the clenbuterol. Mm, so I trust me, I don't know like the science behind it. It might yeah. just be bro science. I, I know, I know it does. And I have, let me rephrase it. I have ran taurine before, but there's just been many times where it's like you become that lazy bodybuilder kind of, and, and I, you're, I hate, and you're work. already taking so much shit. So much like, shit. It, yeah. Yeah. Lazy bodybuilders is the word, but I think we get to the point when we're so deep into prep and so deep into bodybuilding that the health shit really starts to take a backseat. And then all of a yeah. sudden you come off and you're like, oh fuck, I need to start taking, you know, <laughs> yeah. CoQ10 and, and this and, and yep. that, you know, and, and, and uh, you, it's like, it's like, we always do it after the fact, right? Like, and I don't know yeah. why that is, you know, we get so hyper-focused and I just need gains and I just need to, you know, get shredded and we're yep. just doing this. And these are all things now as a coach that I really try to help my clients avoid. You know, I really try yeah. to, one of the best compliments I think I got this year uh, and I, and I actually got it from several athletes and it felt really good, uh, especially in the current climate with where I see bodybuilding right now was, um, I was being praised for how little we used and how far we gained. 
Yes. That's what people don't realize. As soon as you start backing off, because you got to think all the shit you're throwing your body is just stressing it out even more on top of the training and the cardio and the extensive calorie deficit, right? So just pulling back the drugs a little bit, it's going to just leap you forward. Yeah. And that's a lot. Yeah. It's point in diminishing returns. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm huge on that. And this this is the the super compensation aspect as well is like when people get off of their, their show Mm -hmm. and they're starting to wing down on some of their drugs and wing down some of their starting to eat again. I mean, the yeah. super compensation, they get harder, they get yep. bigger, they get fuller, they even get so, leaner. So I used to power, I, 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 my background also is in powerlifting. I did a lot of powerlifting. And um, one thing I thought was kind of an anomaly and, and, you know, and I don't have the, again, I don't have the science. I wish I, I wish I had it sitting in front of me or I was that guy I could just pull it on my head. But have either one of you guys noticed that you come off a big cycle and for the next two to three weeks, you're actually stronger? Yes. I actually had that happen with a client and he was like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? Yeah. It was, it was great. Well, what, a, so, and you know what, As, that's happened to me. And I thought yeah. maybe because of the fact that for like, well, I didn't lift for like a week, but maybe because my joints were fresher and my muscles were fresher. Well, what, what's the science behind that? I, I don't, I really don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. Again, I mean, I don't know if it's because now maybe again, you're, you're stress the angina receptor a, a time to actually like, cause you, you have so many esters that are still kind of floating around yeah. and you don't have anything necessarily clogging, you know, clogging those receptors and they're actually, able to, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing out some bro science at you, but yeah, I would uh, think, I would think it has to do more with like your body is actually cleaning itself out. It's less toxic. It's, it's performing more optimally internally. So obviously you're going to see those. Benefits. My, my take would be, my take would be the stress, the cortisol. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And that goes hand in hand, right? Yeah. The, the, the stress, you are, your body's less it. stress. You're not pushing as much, uh, uh, uh your adrenals are not being taxed as much. So your body's kind of like, kind of like the whole thing we talked about like decompressing and you're going through this phase of like, when you're fasting, you're basically telling your body, I'm giving my digestion, my digestive system a break. Everything's coming down mm-hmm. and the cells are not pushed and everything starts to regenerate and go back into homeostasis and your body's coming down. It just, yeah. it just, it's just in a calm state because bodybuilding, as you guys probably both know, you stress your body beyond belief. Yeah. Like it's a constant level of stress yeah. and managing that stress is key mm-hmm. in the way you're going to look. Oh yeah. yeah. Guys, I have a question yeah. for you. Um, yeah. Men over 40 um, EQ over MPP. For a so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with MPP. And I'm a bigger, I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of NPP. than I love NPP, NPP. It's much more predictable again, back to the, you know, being able to really account for what it's going to do. And I like the fact that is much, much, you're going to see it quicker and it's also going to clear the system quicker. Quicker. Exactly. You can control it it more. Yes. Yeah. What's an efficacious, what's a, uh, sorry to interject. I want you to finish your statement, but also dive into like, what's an efficacious dosage at a minimum standpoint. Yeah. And I know why I would pick MPP over any Q and that's because of red blood cells primarily for men over 40. So uh, you and I today, man, I'm telling you, you keep, you were on the same page. Cause I was just about to say the reason I wouldn't like EQ, um, especially cause like my father, he, he had a blood clot a couple of years ago and it wasn't from steroids or anything, but he just happened to have one. I mean, you know, as you get older, that, that risk starts to go up. And so I think you exasperate it when you're starting to run things like EQ. I, yes. I think for older, older people, uh, EQ just isn't, uh, isn't the right choice. Um, and I think faster acting compounds are always going to be better. Um, now, as far as dosing, I would say um, minimal dose would be 150 megs a week. Um, so you could do like 50 Monday, 50 Wednesday, 50 on a Friday. Yeah. Um, you could microdose it as well and probably see even better results because it is going to clear so quickly being that it's a, a phenylpropanate. Um, so you, you know, if we're talking optimally, 
um, and you took it daily, that would probably be best. But I think from a realistic standpoint, because most people don't want to be a pin cushion, you probably look at like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday split. Um, and then I would say, so like, that would probably be the, the lowest amount. I see, uh, as far as just a really good dose, I think 300 megs a week is, is really good. Um, but I've seen people go, you know, do 600 megs a week and have great results. That, that one, you, I, I've noticed you can kind of get away with a lot more. Um, but like Primo, right? You can get away with like 600, oh, 700, 1200. But yeah, but you can get the best out of Primo. You got to be yeah. sitting around seven, 800. At least, you know? yeah. I mean, Primo's one you got to, you know, and I think Mastron's another one that people underdose a lot. I think Mastron yes. is one that- 600 and above for Mastron? I mean, I would say you start at 300, um, again, depending on their training experience and what their goal is, you know, all that sort of yeah. stuff. We're talking about like start low, work your way and up competitors. Yeah. 600 is that now becomes the minimum. Guys, I want to, I want to reiterate one thing What the dosages that we're talking about and the things that Mike and, and Joey and myself, we're talking about, this is not for your 130 pound <laughs> at the gym. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me be very clear. Uh, the reason why I'm telling you is like, I have, I, I get, I, I'm very private. See how my hat is like this. I'm mm-hmm. like this, bro. When I go to the gym, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm not social. I don't talk to anyone. I just want to lift. Yeah. And that's just my focus. That's just the way I am. But I have people that come up to me and be like, what's your cycle look like? I fucking hate that question, right? Fucking, I detest that question. Like, like, that's like asking, hey, what's your bench, bro? Yeah, it's <laughs> another, another, another question that I hate the most. But anyway, <laughs> and this guy says, like, I just started, I just started a cycle. Is my, my first cycle. I swear to God, he's, he's about my high five, seven. I'm not, I'm not talking, dude. About five, seven. Mike, Joey, if I have to guess, maybe like 145 pounds. Mm. And, 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 and like- First cycle should be- Three thousand calories of yeah, food, man. Food. Yeah, exactly. is, no, actually, this <laughs> He has no business running a cycle. No. Period. None. Zero. Nothing. So oh. I'm looking. I'm like, how do I tell this guy? You know, I can recommend some good SARMs from your website. Like, <laughs> there you go. I, I'll give you a plug. What I really want to tell him is like, no. This is the kicker. This is the kicker. So <laughs> listen to this. Three hundred. I'm gonna start. I want to start low. So I want to start with three hundred milligrams of trend. Trend. Uh, 500 milligrams of test and uh i have a, a guy a friend of mine that lives in in in, in uh, uh ukraine ukraine he's sending me clen and i'm like you gotta pick you just pick the shittiest combination of compounds that make the least amount of sense i said you know what you need to really focus on your nutrition and i was trying to be nice because if i want to be if i was like in a big set and i was annoyed as fuck i would be like bro yeah. you look like shit <laughs> Put the needle down, go yeah. find, go look, Google some nutrition, something, start eating properly. And you're going to gain a lot more muscle and knowledge out of that than starting with. And then I see him uh, probably three, four months later. And he goes, Hey man, you know what happened to me? And I said, Oh, what, here you go. So what the hospital. <laughs> I almost, I, I went to the hospital because Took too much he clean. started at a hundred micrograms of clenbuterol yep. seen that seen and that. he had tachycard Jeez. he's like i felt like i was going to die i'm gonna look man uh, look like oh. you're, you're 22 listen to this i'm like you're 22 man and i don't i did not want to come across condescending but you have no business running this stuff number one you're not mature enough you're we not should... mature enough the sign you don't understand the science behind it you haven't grad you haven't earned the fucking right no to grab a needle when Let me your ask fundamentals you this. are not in place. 
here's something that no one talks about. So you guys, you know, whoever's watching this podcast, this is something that uh, I don't think anybody talks about. Everyone in this podcast, pretty experienced, well, ran some pretty good cycles. How many times you guys fucked up? I can tell you for a fact, I have accidentally taken 200 micrograms of clean before. Yeah, I've never done that. Never done that. I've done that twice where I grabbed the wrong, you know, back in the day, the research bottles, right? (laughs) Yes. They all look the fucking same. And they got the plunger in the top of the, right. So my anastrozole, (laughs) my anastrozole, I would just take a dropper of it. Well, I reached too far back and I grabbed my clean, not thinking about it. Clean was 200 micrograms per dropper. Yeah, per milliliter. Yeah. And I dropped that shit in my mouth. Yeah, I have, I have some. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't dig it. I, I, I know people that are like, man, your clean is crazy. I was like, you're tough. I can, I, look, I tried, uh, obviously, my compounds. Uh, amino lipo. I think you tried it, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm terrified of it. I won't touch it. I'll be honest. Oh, I know I it's great. That. That's why I won't touch it. I did two. I did two I use. No, I lied. Five I use, five I use of amino lipo. And I'm like, mother of God, I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. Right. And this is 40 micrograms, 40 micrograms per, per milliliter. milliliter. Okay. I so, went straight to a milliliter. I loved it. Yeah, You're a beast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> people, people that are tolerant to stimulants, they, they can get shredded off amino lipo or thermal burn yes. HD. But my to- what that taught me, my tolerance is like, I can't, like, I was like this. Well, especially if you have any kind of like, uh, if you're one of those people that has any, like, if you ever have an anxiety attack or panic attack, don't ever touch Clint. Don't do it. You know? It's not I mean, for everyone. I always tell people, not it's not for everyone. everyone. Start, with five, seen, start, yeah. start with five IUs and build your tolerance and assess if it's something that's for you. And I have athletes and I know people like Joey and, and some other people, mm-hmm. like, they're like, man, your products are the shit. They're mm-hmm. so strong and I'm getting lean. And I'm like, how much are you taking? He goes, I'll take the full meal. I'm like, holy mother, I can't do that. Yeah. So another fun one. Uh, you guys ever fuck up with your insulin before? I've never done it. I've never fucked up my insulin. I've, oh! I've, I've, never, I've never fucked up, but I've done it and not eaten enough. Okay. Okay. So, that's which great. essentially that's is that's kind a, of that's a semi fuck up, Joey. Come on. Essentially, kind of a fuck up, but it's not like I shot like half a mil into me. So I'm, I've had clients now call me twice that have fucked up. I had one client recently. I'm not going to name his name, but he took what was it? So he thought he was taking his GH, and instead he took his Clint. So like he just like brain farted. And, and again, this is a very experienced person. So this is why I feel I, like I, those bottles are completely different. Like how it was just ever... a brain fart. Like he, yeah. in his mind, he was just doing the math of the one instead of the math of the other. Yeah. Right. Because I use versus like, you know, yeah. and so um, he took what he thought was his, his pre-workout GH dose, mm-hmm. which would normally be um, at the time for I use. So on an insulin range, that's the actual yep. to, to the 40. Yep. Um, so he took, the equivalent in insulin. So that's what 80. I don't know how would that be yet. Well, that'd be maybe 40. I use of, of insulin. Oh, yeah. Of insulin. You better, yeah. You better go take it 400 grams of carbs. Oh, so that's exactly. I was like, all right, he, he's freaking out. Right. I'm like, dude, don't, yeah. don't freak out because we're, we're like, how, you know, what time did you dose it at? So I looked at it. I'm like, okay, it's going to start peaking in about the next 15 minutes. He's like, what do I do? What do I do? I was like, well, um, do you have any maltodextrin or, or sugar? you know, yeah. powders, what do you have? And so we made a, we made a drink 
Oh, and I had God. him sip on it. I had him sip on it during the whole duration that it was active. Peaking. Yeah. Now the best part though, right? The best <laughs> fucking part. The next day was the best he ever fucking looked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he did 400 cards. Incredible. Like, what you incredible. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to figure out how to recreate this. You know? I never, never. Oh, my God. That, it was insane. It was you know what's nuts. interesting, guys? Was- I want to I I reiterate this, guys. Again, what we're talking about are mistakes that people that are pros, pros. that are making. Coaches yeah. that are taking athletes to Olympia. Yeah. So he's like Joey, who is like 5'8, 271 pounds, and he's diligent about his nutrition, diligent about his workouts, diligent about his supplements, diligent about his his injections. We're talking about people that are responsible adults that they're diligent and they're making mistakes. And I'm not saying that you I'm not saying it in a derogatory, condescending way. I've made I've never made mistakes with my my insulin, but I've made mistakes in in certain compounds. Mm -hmm. What makes you believe? that if you don't have your fundamentals right from a nutrition standpoint, that you've earned the right to do this. Do not touch insulin unless you really understand what you're doing because you might see Jesus ahead of time. Well, I think I think this is probably that point where somewhere in this video, we should probably have like, this is not medical advice. We are not medical. Yeah, we are not medical. That's I'm never not been said this whole time. Saying, this is for entertainment purposes only. You know this is I mean? for entertainment purposes yeah. only. This is not, this we're is not, just, we're not telling you to use it. We're not condoning it. We're nope. just telling you that you have three, four, three grown adults talking about the things that they decided on their use because they wanted to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not telling and you to use it. went wrong. Yeah, you, we're wrong. not telling you to use it. We're just sharing some experiences. Uh, I want to talk about growth hormone, then we want to wrap it up. We've gone over an hour already. Growth hormone, uh, from a bodybuilding standpoint, now, a lot of times I have people telling me, it's like, man, you know, I'm running GH, but I don't really notice a lot of things. You know, how much you're running. I'm running two I use. Because you haven't ran it long enough. People get well, so fucking I, impatient when they try and run growth. They think it like happens immediately. I, I like, honestly, there's only always the new guys. Yes. So let me, let me, let me, let me, let me interject real quick. Let me finish my statement. And then I want to talk to you, Joey first. And then I want to finish with Mike and see what he says. Um, I, my gut feeling, and I've run growth uh, for a year and I got off of it just last year uh, because I was trying different compounds for, for amino pure. And just, I wanted to, the more compounds you run, you don't know the efficacy of some compounds unless you run them individually. So my goal was, okay, I'm going to run this and I'm going to run this and I'm going to run this and I'm going to test it for six to eight weeks and see how it works. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, kind of like beta testing. So I got off of growth and I started running a dual blend, right? CJC with uh, Ipamorlin, which I did really well. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I love CJC with Ipamorlin. I honestly think MK677 could be a little, it's probably a little bit better when you run it on a bulk. Uh, on a cut CJC with, uh, without, with DAC or without DAC with Ipamorin is great. But what I noticed is that two IQs for what a lot of people are expecting is not enough. Like no. you're not going to grow tissue oh. with two IUs of growth a day. No. That's, that's, that's more uh, of a TRT, HRT, HRT dosage. Like injury anti-aging. prevention, stuff like that. Anti-aging. Yeah. So Joey, talk to me about what, what are your thoughts with regards to HEH where do you need to be to see, to start seeing some muscle tissue in how long? Six to eight and at least like six to 12 months. Like people think this shit happens. Like there's only a few things you notice, like right off the bat, like within the first week, you're going to be a little bit more full and your pumps are going to be a lot better than they used to be. And you might be sleeping a little bit better depending on like when you take it. Right. But 
yeah, everyone thinks as soon as they start growth, they're gonna turn into like some fucking monster. They run it for three months, don't see what they want to see, and then they cut it off. And, and it's expensive. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people just can't sustain it, right? So and quality on that hand too. So okay. but and yeah, what, what, six, what, what, go ahead, go ahead, finish. I was gonna say like six to eight is where you're gonna start to see like muscle tissue growth and stuff like that. But when you see these pros running at like eleven to like fifteen IUs, like that's when you start to see like bone deformation and stuff like that. And like, that's why you start to see like their actual like noses grow. Like there's side effects of this shit. Like when you run it that high that these people don't realize. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Mike? What, what are your, your thoughts on growth? HGH? We're talking about HGH. You're not talking about any dual blend peptides or which I honestly think that some of them are a better alternative to HGH because it's, it's yeah. I think HGH is, is, is overrated to be honest with you for the price, for the money. But talk to me about your thoughts. Again, this is one of those things where I think only if your goal is to be a competitive bodybuilder that yes. you need to even spend that kind of money. And at that point, those guys are the ones that aren't going to be coming to me going, I'm not seeing the results. I mean, because they're, they're already in that different mindset. I mean, yep. um, you're, you're, there's a level of 3D that you're only going to get on growth hormone. You will not, in the second you come off of it, unfortunately too, it's going to go away. Um, it's just the reality of it, but um, it, it brings a different look to the athlete. Um I would say um, doses really, again, it depends on why they're taking it, right? Am I using it? I'm not always using it to build the most muscle. A lot of times I'm actually using it for optimal fat loss. And, and so at that point, two I use twice a day is phenomenal. Fucking yeah. great. You know, um, I also really like it pre-workout because of the, uh, the pumps and the fullness and the roundness. I can, if that's my goal for the client to take it, I can achieve that with three I use pre-workout Mm -hmm. um and and still maintain that but now if we're talking taking it because we actually want to see you know cell splitting and and, and actually new tissue being created um then then yeah we're going to be talking about i would say yeah five six is a start and then we're going to go as high as you know 10 i use yeah, um, yeah that's what I over 10 the, whole, the only thing that sucks is like you can't close your fucking hands oh dude your hands Oh my God. They swell up like balloons. It's They're going to be swollen. You're, you're not going to, you're, you're every, you're going to be driving and your hands are going to go numb. You're going to be playing yep. a video game. Your hands are going to be going numb. Yeah. They start um, cramping cold up. and tingling. Your feet are going to get tingly and cold. Um, yeah. I, and I, I've seen other weird reactions that people have had blood pressure and all sorts of weird stuff that kind of happens. Got it. Okay. So let me ask you a question uh, because I've had, I've ran both the dual of the CJC with the uh, hypermoralin me personally, in my experience, I actually saw better ITF readings with MK677, a yeah, good MK677. Uh, for the money, for the money, my IGF running 20 milligrams of uh, MK a day for three months, I was around 380 on the IGF level, and which is pretty high for my age. I was at 380. And if you compare... My, Dollar for dollar, MK is so much cheaper than growth, and you're gonna get those IGF levels. The only part, the only aspect that kind of sucks when you're running MK is it works on the uh, on the ghrelin side of of uh, of uh, of the uh, human growth hormone secretagogues, uh, and basically it's gonna make you hungry. Right. And if you're having a cut, then don't run MK. Like if I'm running a cut, I would is- I would opt to yeah. That, that's super MK. That's the, the higher end one. You may, this is your, you, you know, again, another amino pure plug, but this is because I'm a huge advocate for anybody that's not competing. MK677 is the best, in my opinion, 
um, if used properly, one of the mistakes I see people make is they run it for too long without a break. Um, you do because it, because it, it has such a long half-life in comparison to other things out there. You do need to have a, at least a 24 to 48 hours where you don't take it each week. Um, and you also have to figure out, am I taking it to gain? Then you can take it in the morning because the hunger will help you. Yeah. Taking it to cut, you need to take it at night. Right. You know, but otherwise. The one that you have, Mike, that's super MK. We don't, we didn't, we haven't launched that to everybody else. You know, oh. you're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You, you, I'm teasing it. Yeah, thirty minutes. That's three. That that's super MK. Is I tried it. Is by far the best MK that I've ever had. By my far. hands tingle like I'm on five five. I use a GH. I mean, literally, it's my hands that tingle. good. It's coming yeah. in January. I, yeah. I I sold it to I, I actually I sold it to five people that I trust because I wanted them to try it. Yeah. And this guy came back. He said, "How many do you have?" Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for the money, bang for your buck. There's yeah. nothing compared to it, and that's not even a like a. You know, uh, it, I, I know we're all sponsored by Amino Pure, so you know this nap and like it literally is like the best. Period. You know, it's it's awesome, and that, it's coming. So what we're gonna do is uh, for 2022, just just to give you guys a, an update on that. For 2022, we're gonna have all the all the um, the SARMs option as a as liquid, and they're all gonna be super. So super MK, they're they're gonna be higher dose. All, all of them. All wow. of them. LGD. MK, as you have, uh, S23, S4, YK11. I'm a big fan of YK11. And mm -hmm. what I do is I group it with uh, FST because it helps myostatin. Uh, my best, believe it or not, guys, and, and you guys are going to probably laugh. And if you do, it's okay. Uh, I get, so, I, I think I've, I've talked to you guys about this. I guess really toxic, really quick running pads. So I know my limitations and I know I run 200 milligrams of test. Uh, from time to time, I'll add four, 600 milligrams of four to 600 milligrams of Primo, not very high. Uh, and I, sh my body shines off that shit. I'll throw Anavar and I'll do my detox. And that's pretty much it from pets. But when I really like saw the best, my best shape was when I started beta testing, I are IGF LR3 with, um, excuse me, with um, growth hormone. And then I added, Super MK677. And then on top of that, I did FST344, was a false statin with YK11. My body just went, it started shrinking and I started getting fuller and fuller and fuller. I was 187 pounds and I looked like I was 210 pounds. I'm not joking. And it was just like Joey's, like Joey's current uh, stack. Like, you know how you talk about that perpetual pump that you have, that you're just done working out and you're still feeling like that fullness? Yeah, from that's the LR3, yeah. That's how I felt. IGF LR3, FS344, MK677, AGH with 200 milligrams of test. That was, that was my best look for me, for my body. It might not be for everybody else, but for me, that was fantastic. Like I looked amazing. So that tells you that you need to find out what works for you. But I yeah. honestly, I'm a big fan of SARMs. I'm a big fan of SARMs. I believe that SARMs, okay. um, if, if you have the good amount, the right dosage, the right supplier that's not selling you bunk, you can do a lot with SARMs and not only that from a bridging standpoint. So just wrap this up with, on bridging. I, I know that uh, we're, we're going way over. Um, we're coming up with Epicatechin. As a matter of fact, I talked to the pharmacy today. Um, I'm getting more involved in flavonoids and, and good sources of Epicatechin. Um, they actually mimic um, uh, Deca. They talk about studies show that 
taking epicatechin is equivalent on a dosage by dose of 500 milligrams of, of epicat the good, the good stuff. Okay. I'm not talking about the, the 999 shit that you buy at, at the store for that doesn't work. I'm talking about pharmaceutical stuff that we have. Uh, that's phytosomal that has a phytosomal technology for absorption is equivalent to about 200 milligrams a deca. Hmm. And there's, and, and they have FDA approval for this type of, of epicatechin, uh, and they have data to support it. The science is fantastic. Uh, you know, again, I talk about tools in the tool belt. You know, I like SARMs because they are a tool in the tool belt for certain, because I don't believe in blankety coaching. I don't believe in just, you know, every client has their own needs and, and I'm just here to coach and guide them in that. Not every client I have is the right candidate for steroids or PEDs, right? I agree. They're not, they're not even all right exactly. for TRT. Yeah. Um, you know, different age groups, different, different backgrounds, different uh, careers and jobs. It's a big one. Um so, you know, there's certain times where SARMs are, are, are the best option for, for clients and they work really well. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you brought up that MK because I've, we've been, I've been kind of holding that back a little bit. Uh, as, we, as we launch our new site, which you guys are going to freaking love it, uh, we're going to bring, uh, we're amping up every SARM to a super, super MK, super S3, LGD. It's going to be probably double the dosage for people that, that are willing to go that route. And mm -hmm. we're going to have educational podcasts and YouTube videos on each one of them. So they understand, Hey, even with SARMs, there are some risks on some of these SARMs out there. Uh, you know, I think the yeah. most studied SARM is that uh, GW GW is the number one selling SARM for, for amino pure because it works. And, and people like, I can tell the difference. I can tell the difference. You know, it works. It works to clear your liver as well. So when people ask me, mm -hmm. well, what is the best thing to clear your liver? I said, detox. Our detox is untouchable. Like mm -hmm. glutathione and take GW. Let me give you one more, one more little thing I want to throw out there. It's something I, I've learned Talk, going back, circling back to trend. Every time I put trend in somebody's program, I stack it with carnitine. It makes Smart. sense. It completely, uh, it, doesn't, yeah. it, it completely helps. It doesn't completely, but it helps uh, negate the, uh, the cardiovascular side effects that occur with trend. And, yeah. you know, the, you know, the, the, your cardio goes to shit. Anyway, as ever ran, it knows. And uh, cartering kind of helps offset that. So yeah, I, I, you're not the first person I've heard that from. I've heard that before. Uh, I honestly think that it's it's uh, GW is fantastic. If you run it, we're gonna have a, a GW. I, I want to. We're trying to push thirty, but thirty milligrams per. But I think thirty milligrams might be a little bit excessive. We may stick to twenty, um, and because it, it, if it ain't broke, why fix it? But yeah. what we have noticed is the difference between a a uh, fifteen milligram of MK versus the super MK, the one that you have. It's night, day, night. I mean, oh, yeah. it, for the money, for the money, you can't beat it. And I bet you anything, like, if you were to run your IGF level test now, you would be at that very high end of, of IGF. I bet you're right. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being on. Joey, anything to close? No, I think we went over everything pretty well. I think this was a uh, style. It's just, it comes down to the point, like people can watch this podcast, but they're going to do what they're going to fucking do, right? Absolutely. You know, <laughs> You know, they're going to run what they want to run and they can either, you know, listen to the advice that we've given them and the fuck ups that we've made and like seen what other people have done or they're going to go be a bro and like, oh, okay. I actually have one question that I was going to bring up earlier, but I kind of, kind of like flew away from me. What's up with these fucking kids running like just winstrol cycles? I don't, no test. <laughs> I don't understand. I, you know what I think Stupid, it is? Stupidity, uh, fu fuckery. They're afraid of fuckery. needles. Huh? They're afraid like, of needles who like i don't get it like i've heard it a million times and like do they not get like when their back is all fucked up with acne and they're just they just look like garbage and i don't get it like 
I don't well, know. You know what I think? I, I, my, you know what I think? And correct me if I'm wrong, uh, guys. I honestly think that there's a misconception of oral steroids in the community, in community as a whole, people yeah. that are not educated. I, I honestly had a guy tell me, hey, can you look at my labs? I looked at his labs and I said, are you natural? And he goes, yes, I'm natural. I said, then why are your enzymes so fucked up? <laughs> like your liver enzymes are like yeah. super skyrocketed. Your, your, your triglycerides are all fucked up. I said, are you sure? He goes, yeah, I only take Winstrol and Anavar. I said, I said, you're, you're not natural brother. Like yeah. you're taking some very powerful stuff. So the, I think that the, and the, how do I know this is because the slew of fucking questions and, and at times you would sometimes, Joey, you probably, you probably read more of my posts. You'll see some snarly or some uh, um behind some of my, yeah. my responses. It's like, yeah. I get so tired of the stupidity that people put out there and ask. It's like, look, we are, we put so much education out there. We put yeah. podcasts. We have Olympia athletes coming on. We dive into intricacies of cycles and products. And you come out with the stupidest question if you're not responsible to do research that you can find you by a quick Google search, don't come to the table and ask me something stupid because you're going to yeah. get a stupid response. Yep. Be a fucking adult, learn the craft, get your nutrition dialed in. Then if you have questions, tell me, Hey, I've done my research. What are your thoughts on this? But if you come in with something like, Hey, can I shoot up some you know, carnitine and humalog into my vein? What is it going to do? Like, Tell don't you. expect, uh, uh, don't expect anything, but, a, but an answer that's going to be a little bit condescending because you deserve it. Yeah. And I think that there's some, the misconception of people that should not be grabbing needles are people that are not willing to do, take responsibility to run blood work and, and take responsibility to do their own research in order of being an enhanced athlete. It's a responsibility. It comes with a responsibility and that I don't think anyone or not a lot of people have earned. So I want to close with that, guys. Mic drop. Go for it. Yeah, that's it, guys. (laughs) With that being said, thank you so much. This was a fun episode. We got to do something for the ladies. I think it would be fun to talk about Anavar and some of the stuff that girls are running. I mean, uh, I can tell you some stories. Oh, man. I've seen seen some craziness. Let's do do steroid part two for ladies. I'll schedule it. I would love to have Mike back and Joey back. And let's talk about that. I can show you, I can share some stories about that as well. I think that it, it would be fun to do that. With that being said, guys, this is a wrap for episode 31. Um, I'm starting to lose my voice. I've been, this is my third podcast today. <laughs> and uh, I'm a little tired, but I think this was a very, very fun episode sharing some stories. Again, this is not medical advice by any means. So we don't condone the use of pet, pets uh, or performance enhancement drugs that are illegal in your state or in your country. This is just for entertainment purposes only. I hope you enjoy some of the the chats that we've had and we look forward to having more as we launch our YouTube channel in 2022. I hope that we have Mike and Joey and Alex and their entire team, Amino Pure staff, uh, on board to some of these podcasts and and, and some of these YouTube videos so that we can inform the, the, the people that are trying to really be informed, not the people that are trying to just ask questions for asking. That being said, guys, thank you so much for being on board. Mike, Team Courtney. Uh, coaching Joey Team Cavalier thank you so much for being on this is a wrap as always take care of everyone in your family don't forget to love God first family second thank you everybody for being on board and we'll talk soon oh yeah see ya